Hey guys, welcome in to Just Pray, a daily devotional for young people. Today is Wednesday, the 6th of May. In this series, we're exploring prayer, inspired by the book How to Pray by Pete Gregg. We'll be using the acronym PRAY, P-R-A-Y, as we spend some time together. Let's begin. Pause. As we enter prayer now, we're going to take a bit of time to pause and be still. Breathe slowly and deeply in and out, focusing and centering your attention on spending time with God in this moment. Rejoice. Today I am choosing to take joy in God's protection over me, which gives me strength even in this season of isolation, using the words of Psalm 3. But you, Lord, are a shield around me, my glory, the one who lifts my head high. I call out to the Lord, and he answers me from his holy mountain. Reflect. Prayer can happen anywhere. It's even more portable than our phones because it doesn't threaten to short circuit underwater. But Jesus shows us that there is value in our intention in choosing to set aside a time and place to spend time with God. Mark chapter 1, 33 through 38. The whole town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who had various diseases. But he also drove out many demons. But he would not let the demons speak because they knew who he was. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up, left the house, and went off into a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him, and when they found him, they exclaimed, Everyone is looking for you. Jesus replied, Let us go somewhere else, to the nearby villages, so I can preach there also. That is why I have come. Jesus left his house and went to a scheduled spot, a solitary place. Picture a bench by a river or a glade in a forest, the top of a mountain or a cave by the beach. It is quiet and there is no one to be seen. Do you have a secluded spot that you could go to? In How to Pray, Pete says, even when you don't really want to pray, a place of prayer can often make it easier. Merely by showing up, you make a declaration of intent. You say in effect, Lord, I don't want to be here, but I'm here. This has often been my experience with daily devotions and appointments in 24-7 prayer rooms. I may not always want to be there initially. I often drive to the prayer room grumbling, convinced that I can't spare time and that 24-7 prayer is the worst idea in world history. But simply by showing up, 
I am making myself available. And these are often the times when God meets me most powerfully. After decades of night and day prayer, I have come to believe that 99% of it is just showing up, making the effort to become consciously present to the God who is constantly present to us. Right now, over half the world is isolated or quarantined. With these restrictions, finding a scheduled spot to pray can be tricky, especially when you shut inside with your family for every minute of the day. Maybe today, you could try to find a prayer place for yourself. If you have a garden, maybe you could choose a chair and settle outside. Maybe you could open your bedroom window, lay back in your bed, and close your eyes. Maybe early in the morning, before your siblings roll out of bed, you could claim a comfy corner in the living room. God, would you help me to set aside intentional time and space each day to meet with you, to show up even when I really don't feel like it. Help me to create my own secluded spot, even in isolation. Show me how to be more creative in finding these places where I can meet with you, even while I'm stuck at home and surrounded by family. Help me to be more aware of the things that stop me from praying, both in myself and in my surroundings, and to push through into your presence. I pray for other people who are struggling to find time and place to spend with you in this season. Give them creativity in creating their own places of prayer. Yield. As we return to the passage, let's have ears and hearts open to hear what God is saying to us. Mark chapter 1, 33 through 38. The whole town gathered at the door, and Jesus healed many who had various diseases. He also drove out many demons, but he would not let the demons speak because they knew who he was. Very early in the morning, while it was still dark, Jesus got up left the house, and went off to a solitary place where he prayed. Simon and his companions went to look for him, and when they found him, they exclaimed, Everyone is looking for you. Jesus replied, Let us go somewhere else, to the nearby villages, so that I can preach there also. That is why I have come. In How to Pray, Pete tells us that our English word prayer derives from the Latin precarious. We pray because life is precarious. We pray because life is marvelous. We pray because we find ourselves lost for many things, but not for the simplest of words like please, thank you, wow, and help. He continues to say, I prayed when I held our babies for the first time. I prayed when work overwhelmed me and I knew I couldn't cope. I prayed when my wife was wheeled away down the hospital corridor unconscious. I prayed the night I saw the Northern Lights. The Canadian psychologist David G. Benner describes prayer as the soul's native language. God, thank you that you have given language to my soul. I give you my pleas and thank you, my wow and my help. 
I accept your invitation to meet in a solitary place. Help me to stand today on your promise in Genesis 16, that even in the solitary places, you are the God who sees me. Closing prayer. Father, thank you that your spirit helps us to pray. Help us to live today to the full, giving ourselves in love to those around us, being kind to all who we might encounter, whether at home, on our daily exercise breaks in the outside world, or even on a video call. Amen.